you are listening to Pursumedia Minutes. Here is the bottom line and above, from Pursumedia Weekly Newsletter, published on November 8, 2023. To sign up for our Iran Weekly Newsletter and learn more about our advanced AI solutions, please get in touch with us. Mullah's more measured than mad. The political theater that was Hezbollah leader Hassan Nasrallah's speech last Friday, his first public utterance on the war raging in Gaza, turned out to be a tad anticlimactic. As Iran's strong right arm in the axis of resistance, a decision by Hezbollah to enter the war, with an estimated 40,000 to 60,000 fighters and 150,000 missiles, would expand the war in scope and intensity, severely complicate Israel's ability to prosecute the war, and risk drawing in the United States. Although precedent and logic suggested it would not be in Hezbollah's or Iran's interest to jump into the war with both feet, with 10,000 Palestinian dead and Israeli forces poised to drive into the heart of Gaza, the fear was that emotion, questions of face, and overconfidence might prompt Hezbollah to strike. There was a lot of tough talk and warnings to Israel and the US, but for now, at least, the great and powerful Oz stayed his hand. There was palpable relief at Nasrallah's restraint, crude oil prices dropped 2% upon news Hezbollah would not escalate, and in Tehran the exchange rate for the rial, which had been declining all week, rallied. A Lebanese journalist rather flippantly declared in L'Orient Le Jour that the mountain has given birth to a mouse. Given that the newspaper tends to reflect the sentiments of the Lebanese Christian community, which has no desire to be dragged into another war with Israel, we can understand its sardonic jibe at Nasrallah. We certainly aren't out of the woods yet, Nasrallah was careful to keep his options open. Nonetheless, given the penchant of Iran and its allies to employ florid rhetoric, it was just a little over two weeks ago that Foreign Minister Amir Abdullahian was warning that the region was in danger of going out of control, observers too often become overawed by what the mountain might do, and discount how much sense it makes for it to bring forth a mouse. Indeed, one of the lessons one may take away from this first month of war is the degree of restraint Iranian leaders have shown in this crisis. Tehran's caution so far has been obscured by the shock and horror of the brutality of the Hamas attack and the extensive violence of the Israeli response, as well as by the knowledge that Iran, in arming Hamas and justifying its atrocities, is complicit in the savagery of this conflict. To deter their enemies, Iranian leaders tend to talk like Shakespeare's Lear, threatening revenge that shall be the terrors of the earth. Tehran may see an advantage in sounding a little crazy, but once it is in a crisis, its actions usually are careful and well-calibrated. It wasn't just spin when the IRGC-affiliated Tasnim praised Nasrallah for taking into account regional and international considerations in his sober analysis. As we have pointed out previously, see how enduring are Tehran's achievements in the Gaza War, from our newsletter for the week of 18 to 24 October 2023, Iran is constrained by a number of interests that reinforce Supreme Leader Ali Khamenei's innate caution, a need to preserve Hezbollah as a deterrent against an Israeli or U.S. attack on Iran and a need to avoid a punishing, possibly even fatal, direct conflict with the U.S. We might add as well that having invested much in improving relations with the Saudis and the GCC, Tehran has an interest in appearing to be a responsible actor, hence its repeated calls for a ceasefire and for a united Muslim front against Israel, high-sounding sentiments that play well in the Arab street, too. In addition to these strategic and political factors, 
Khamenei and his lieutenants will have to include domestic Iranian opinion in his calculations. The geopolitical stakes will be uppermost in their minds as they consider the next steps in the crisis and weigh the potential costs and benefits of different courses of action. But despite Khamenei's grandiose title as supreme leader, he cannot ignore the impact of his decisions on popular support for the regime. Tehran's credibility is bound up in projecting the image of an aroused, united society ready for martyrdom in the path of jihad. For this reason, they have gone to considerable lengths to try to mobilize domestic support for Hamas and the axis of resistance, erecting large billboards in major cities proclaiming support for the people of Gaza, sponsoring public rallies in support of Hamas, and organizing drives to sign up volunteers to go fight against Israel. Much of this display is the equivalent of one of those Australian frilled lizards, who will expand the large frill around their necks to appear more menacing to potential predators. As reported at the time in the Pursue Media Daily Summary, well before this crisis Iranian sociologists were warning that the political system lacked political, social, and economic cohesion and risked renewed civil unrest. Even pro-regime academics were concerned, with the Basij holding seminars on social unrest and stability, and one sociologist observing that the regime's ability to mobilize its supporters had declined, although it was still stronger than its opponents. The warnings have continued into this past week, with one centrist news outlet reporting that most Iranians are weary of the constant updates on Gaza and more concerned with making ends meet, and the reformist paper shard cautioning that government dysfunction and lawlessness risks splintering Iranian society. The stress of the Gaza war and Iran's role in it risks aggravating these divisions. As we have noted previously, soccer fans have jeered Palestinian flags displayed at a match in Tehran, and there is widespread resentment that the regime is prepared to lavish resources on Hamas and Hezbollah while Iran's economy limps along and living standards fall. As reported in the Persumedia Daily Summary, a former Iranian diplomat has written that the threatening rhetoric of the hardliners over Gaza risks prolonging the war and worsening Iran's dire economy. According to him, Iranians worry that they might be sacrificed by hardliners who give Arab interests greater priority than Iranian ones. In addition to aggravating the political divide and lack of trust between the public and the Nizam, the crisis also risks worsening the friction and competition among the elites. These are becoming more acute as the Majlis elections approach and relatively less ideological principalists, such as Majlis Speaker Mohammad Bagir Ghalibaf and Gola Mali Haddad Adel, collaborate to try to contain the power of the Pawdari Front and other far-right ideologues. Moreover, some of the super-revolutionaries, who have drunk the Kool-Aid regarding the destruction of Israel, have begun to carp about Iran's restraint and inaction in the war. Worked up by the Nizam's propaganda and anticipation for Nasrallah's speech, they have begun to complain about the enemies within that are holding Iran back. Uber-establishment figure Ali Larijani showed his disdain for such extremists when, in a television interview, he suggested slyly that all those politicians claiming to want to fight for Gaza should be sent there. Now, Khamenei is in no danger of losing control of the country. But despite his power and the loyalty of the IRGC, he has to take into account how his decisions on Gaza may affect and possibly worsen these divisions. At the very least, there are vulnerabilities that he likely worries can be exploited by Israel and other enemies. And, even if the crisis passes, Khamenei knows he is not immortal, an angry, 
splintered society increases the risk of provoking a contentious succession struggle and endangering his revolutionary legacy. Khamenei may flatter himself that he is God's viceroy on earth and discount the average Iranian's ability to judge his own best interests, but he cannot completely ignore the Vox Populi. Pursue Media provides media research, open-source intelligence, AI-driven analytics, and strategic communications consultancy. For more information about our advanced AI solutions or to subscribe to Pursue Media products and services, please get in touch with us.